Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Cade Howell, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Today, we're talking about muscle growth again, like our last episode, Um, but today we're talking about the nutrition side of things and how to maximize muscle growth with your nutrition, how to set up your nutritional approach to build the most muscle possible. And I have to give you a little warning. We are doing some math in this episode, so I apologize. Sometimes there's no way of getting around doing a little math when it comes to to all this. And I also, you might have, you might hear some background chatter. My son is out of school this week and, you know, having a little five-year-old running around there, there tends to be a little background chatter every once in a while. So I apologize for that. Um, And I apologize for the math, but I do think you guys will get a lot out of this episode, especially if you're really serious about building the most muscle you can. That's what this episode is all about and setting up your nutrition to do so. So with that said, let's jump right into the episode. All right, starting with calculating calories. So first off, understand that you can still build muscle if you're eating in a calorie deficit and focusing more on fat loss. You can still build muscle and be pretty close to maximizing muscle growth, just eating at maintenance for a lot of people. But if we're talking about for sure maximizing muscle growth, we do want to be eating in a slight calorie surplus. And that might not be the best approach for everyone. For example, if you're above, let's say, you know, roughly 20% body fat for a male or roughly 28% ish body fat for a female, it might not be best for you to go into a building phase, focus on adding weight. Like you'll definitely build muscle, but it might just, it might not be the best approach from an overall health perspective and just body composition perspective. So keep that in mind for the rest of this episode. We are going to be talking about maximizing muscle growth. And so we are going to be talking about eating in a calorie surplus. And if you want to figure out, you know, if you should be doing this or if you should focus more on fat loss or body recomposition, I did recently record an episode about a month ago. You can go back and listen to that. And I go over a lot more uh, guidelines in there in terms of actually determining if this would be a good route for you. So when it comes to setting your calorie target, like I said, we probably want to be in a slight calorie surplus to really maximize muscle growth. And so you want to start by getting a rough estimation of what your maintenance intake would be. So how many calories it takes for your body weight to be pretty stable. And you can do that a few different ways. Honestly, it doesn't really matter how you determine this because it's not going to be 100% accurate. At least most likely it's not going to be 100% accurate in the beginning. And even if it is, you are going to have to adjust things over time as your body adapts, as body weight changes, things like that. So A really easy way to do this is you can go to just an online calculator and get a rough idea. You just input your height, weight, gender, you know, activity level, things like that. And it will give you most likely a a fairly good idea. Um, If you want to just like really ballpark it, just take your body weight, multiply it by 15, and that will generally give you a number that's fairly close to your maintenance intake. Unless you're really active, that could be 16, 17, 18 that you multiply your weight by or on the other end if you're really sedentary not very active that might be you know 12 13 14 but 15 on average is going to give you probably 
um, a pretty pretty good starting point. And again, this doesn't really matter because we just need a starting point to get some data and then make adjustments based on that. So once you have a general idea of what your maintenance intake is, like for me, for example, I'm roughly 175 pounds. If I multiply that by 15, I think it's like 2,650 calories roughly, which is pretty close. I would say my maintenance intake on average is probably slightly higher than that, but gives me a good general ballpark to aim for. So that's step number one is to just get an idea of what your maintenance intake is. Then from there, again, for muscle growth, we want to be in a slight calorie surplus. So I would recommend adding an extra roughly 250 calories on top of that up to 500 calories. And the way to determine that is I would say if you're more experienced, you've been lifting for longer, lean towards the the lighter end. So like maybe 250 calories above that. And you want to do that for really the biggest reason is as you get more experienced, as you've been lifting for longer, your body is just, uh, it's a little harder for your body to build muscle. You know, if you're brand new to the gym, you can build muscle a lot quicker. And so it makes sense to be a little bit more aggressive with how much weight you gain, because chances are that weight is going to be put towards muscle compared to if you're really advanced and muscle growth is kind of hard to come by for you, more that weight will probably, you know, go towards body fat. So the other thing to consider is like, if you're, you know, just pretty hesitant when it comes to adding any extra body fat, maybe you're kind of on the the side of things where it's like you're in between if you should focus on muscle growth or fat loss, like I would probably lean towards the the less aggressive side of things, like maybe start with 250 calories or so above your estimated maintenance intake. And then on the other end, if you're just like, okay, I'm, I, I, I just feel like I'm small. I want to just really add size. I don't care if a little bit of that comes from body fat, um, then aim towards adding an additional 500 calories on, on top of your excuse me, maintenance intake. And then from there, it really comes down to making adjustments over time. So you want to track your body weight pretty consistently because this is, this is really the only way to know if you are in a calorie surplus or around your maintenance intake or in a deficit, you can use the fanciest calorie calculator out there and track everything else. Um, but it's still probably not going to be spot on. You still won't know if you're in a surplus deficit or around maintenance unless you're tracking your body weight. Because if you're gaining weight, you are by definition in a calorie surplus. And I mean gaining weight on average over time. You know, your weight could spike up one day. That doesn't necessarily mean you are in a surplus. So we want to track this stuff over time and get averages. Because if you compare your average weigh-ins from one week to the following week and to the following week, and you see that overall it's trending up over time, you know that you're you're in a calorie surplus. And so I'd recommend getting at least three weigh-ins per week so you have just a better, you know, more accurate representation of what your body weight actually is. Because as you know, the number on the scale is going to go up and down. Thanksgiving is coming up here in a couple days. And I know that if I stepped on the scale Friday morning, I would probably be at least two or three pounds heavier than the the previous day, just because I ate a lot more food. Um, And there's, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, if there's days where you eat less food or you're less hydrated, 
um, your, your weight might be lower. And so it just gives us a much more accurate idea of what your body weight actually is, the more weigh-ins we have. And so I'll get at least three weigh-ins per week. And then you want to just compare your weekly averages over time. Um, and if you're a client of Beyond Fitness, you know exactly how this works because we have that tracker laid out for you that averages everything and it'll average your calorie intake if we're tracking that, body weight, things like that. And it makes it super easy to see, okay, how much of a surplus are we in? What adjustments do we need to make? Um, but anyways, if you, if you want to be maximizing muscle growth, again, we need to be in a little bit of a surplus, but we don't want that to be too aggressive. Because if you, you know, a really common thing is people will just do this dirty bulk style and they end up gaining 95% body fat and 5% muscle over the course of a couple months. And then they have to go into a fat loss phase to trim off the excess body fat. And it's like they really net not very much muscle growth at the end of the day. Um, and then there's the other end of the spectrum where people just kind of, you know, maintain and they might gain a little bit of muscle, but they're not really close to, to maximizing it. So we want that sweet spot where yes, we're gaining weight, but we're not gaining weight so quickly that we're just putting on excess body fat. And for a lot of people that's going to be gaining right around one to 2% of your body weight per month. So, you know, let's say you're 150 pounds you want to be gaining probably a pound and a half to three pounds per month. Um, and again, we're tracking these averages over time because your your weight could change by a pound and a half or three pounds from one day to the next. But that'll be kind of the sweet spot where we're able to maximize muscle growth without putting on a bunch of excess body fat. And again, with that, you'll probably want to aim towards the more aggressive side of things, gaining a little bit quicker. If you're newer to lifting, just because you have more potential to grow muscle and, or you're not too afraid of putting on a little bit of, little bit of fluff. If you're not worried about that, you know, you can gain a little bit quicker. If you're more experienced and, or you really want to be conservative and not put on much, if any body fat aim towards the lower end, gaining right around 1% of your body weight per month. So that sums up kind of how to set your calories. And then, you know, over time, it's just about making adjustments. And so if you see that, okay, I'm actually, I'm gaining more than 2% of my body weight on average, like if I keep this pace up, I'm going to be up, you know, six pounds this month. It's like, all right, we got to, we got to dial things back a little bit. And so maybe you drop your calories by, you know, 150, 200 calories. And it's really about fine tuning things from there. And if you want more specific advice on this, you can always book a call with me. I, I link it in the description. It's a free 15 minute call and I'll help you figure all this stuff out. Like if you should adjust anything, um, I'm, I'm more than happy to do that. So from there, it's just fine tuning. And then the, the next step is really determining the right macros for you. And at the end of the day, it really comes down to calories and protein. Like those are the the two most important things. If you have those things dialed in, you're probably going to make 90% of the progress that you could, um, you know, compared to if you have all of your macros dialed, then you might eke out another five, 10% progress. But at the end of the day, focus on calories and protein. Um, so the first macro we're going to talk about is protein where it's the most important and it's pretty simple when it comes to setting protein for a lot of people, you want this to be right around, you know, 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of your body weight. And honestly, that's a little bit more on, 
the conservative side, making sure you, you are for sure getting enough protein because I don't see many downsides, any downsides really to being a little bit more conservative with trying to get more protein in because if you fall short one day, it's like you're still probably in a good spot. It can also help you know, manage hunger, um, things like that. And so I guess that, that is one downside is if you, you really struggle from an appetite perspective, getting in enough calories, you might want your protein intake a little bit lower. But for most people, right around 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of your body weight is going to be a good target. I would err towards the lower end of that if you know your body fat percentage is a little bit higher or you're struggling you know, just getting enough food in and, and your appetite is pretty low. And then I would aim towards the higher end of that, you know, around 1.2 grams per pound of your body weight. If you're pretty lean, you know, and or hunger levels are are pretty high because protein is going to help you manage that. So that gives you a rough ballpark. But if you want, if you hate math, you don't want to calculate that. Just set your protein at, you know, one gram per pound of your body weight plus or minus about 30 grams. So if you're 200 pounds, let's say, you know, that's probably going to be 170 to 230 grams and would be a a good target. Um, So that's a a simpler way to set your your protein target. And then you want to multiply that number by four. So this is how many of your total calories are going to come from protein. So, you know, let's say it's, let me do some math here. Uh, Let's say you set your protein at 180 grams, that would be, you know, multiply that by four, that's 720. So that'd be 720 of your calories are coming from protein. So you have your protein target set, then you want to set your fat target. And this is generally going to be best around 0.3 to 0.5 grams per pound of your body weight. Um, with a minimum of getting in 0.25 grams per pound, just because you don't want to dip too low on fats, just for your overall health, fats are really important for hormone production, um, absorbing fat soluble vitamins, things like that. So we just want to make sure we're not dipping too low. And then on the other end of it, you know, we don't want to go get carried away with our fat intake because that's going to take away from the calories that could go, that could come from carbs and protein, which carbs are really going to be what um, helps us fuel our training performance. And then protein obviously is going to help us with, with muscle growth. And so we want to have a, a balanced approach and typically bias a little bit more carbohydrates when we're focusing on building muscle, because again, that really fuels our training performance in the gym, which is a crucial part of the muscle growth process. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you, if you prefer a higher fat intake, you can go above that range of 0.3 to 0.5 grams per pound really, you know, really doesn't matter a ton. Um, and then you want to take that number and multiply it by nine, because that's how many calories are in a gram of fat. And that's how many of your total calories will come from, from fat. So let's say, you know, set, you set your fat intake at 70 grams and you do 0.4 grams per pound. That would be 630 calories coming from your fat your fat intake. Um, and then the last step when it comes to setting your macros is carbs. And essentially you just want to fill in the remaining calories with carbs. So add the total calories from protein and fat, and then subtract that from your calorie target. So 
as an example, um, let's say we have, I have an example here because I cannot do this math in my head for sure. So let's say your calorie target is 2,000 calories. You weigh 180 pounds, so you set your protein at 180, again, one gram per pound. You set your fat target at 70 grams, which is 0.4 grams per pound, kind of in that middle, in the middle of that range. You multiply your protein by four to get 720, again, 180 times four. That's how many calories are coming from protein. And then you multiply um, 70, which is your fat intake, by nine to get 630. That's how many of your total calories are coming from fat. And that you add those two together, that's 1,350 calories coming from protein and fats. And then you just want to subtract that from your calorie target, which again was 2,000 calories. Sorry, guys, we're getting into some math here. I, I hope you don't mind. Um, so 2,000, subtract 1,350, you get 650. So that's how many calories are going to come from carbohydrates. So then you just divide that number, 650 by 4 to get your, your carb target. So that would be, that would come out to 160. So your total calories and macros for this example would be 2000 calories, 180 grams of protein, 70 grams of fat, and 160 grams of carbs. And again, I know with the math and everything, it can be a little bit confusing. So if you want to just book a call with me, I'll help you figure all this out and calculate it. I'm more, more than happy to do that. And that's really, you know, the quick guide to setting up your nutrition for best muscle growth. But again, it comes down to having this as kind of your set foundation and then adjusting things as you go, making sure that your rate of gain is in a good spot, making sure, you know, you're adjusting your protein intake, depending on how your hunger levels are, making sure, you know, when you are increasing your calorie intake, are you increasing that from carbs or fats? Typically, it's going to be from carbs, as long as you're getting enough, you know, dietary fat in. And again, if this stuff kind of overwhelms you doing all the calculations, just focus on calories and protein. Those are the things that, that matter the most. Make sure at the end of the day, you're gaining weight at a slow enough pace that you're not gaining a bunch of excess body fat, but you are gaining to maximize growth, which again, one to 2% of your body weight per month. I'm sorry if you hear some background chatter. My, my son is out of school this week. And so we, we, are having a little shindig at home and yeah, recording a podcast with a little five-year-old running around can be a little bit chaotic. Um, but yeah, now I can't remember where I was, of course. So again, set your, um, calorie target to where you're gaining one to 2% of your body weight per month. And then your protein target close to one gram per pound, um, plus or minus about 30 grams. And that's the the kind of more simple approach. So anyways, guys, I hope that was fairly easy to, to understand. I know when we get into some of this stuff, unfortunately, math is involved. And if you're like me, um, math is not your absolute favorite thing. So I apologize for giving you a slight math lesson today, but I hope that was helpful. Um, and again, if you have any questions or want help with any of this, feel free to book a call with me. More than happy to help. And I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you next week. I just want to say thank you for listening and I really hope that episode was helpful. And if it was, my only ask for you is please leave a rating or review on wherever you listen to this podcast. That would mean 
the world to me. It really helps us reach more people, help more people, and overall improve the podcast for you. So that is my one ask. If this was helpful, please leave that rating or review. And if you have any questions or need advice on anything, just message me on Instagram at Howell underscore fit, and I'm more than happy to help.